Hello, welcome back to the show. We're here. Another off nominal. Every time it this comes up, I'm like, holy crap, it's been a month. This is insane. I know, right? This is like off nominal always ends up being, it should not be, but it always ends up being like an afterthought to all the other podcast stuff. It's like this one day I'll be like, um, we're, we're due. We need to do this now. And it's like, oh shit, uh, let's, uh, let's get some friends and, uh, what's our topic? Uh, news. And then news, and then get somebody show. agreeable like Jason Davis from the Planetary <laughs> Society. How you doing, Jason? Hey guys. Oh, I'm doing just wonderful. Uh, that sounded more, uh, I don't think that sounded very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. I good, liked it. Good days and bad days, we'll yeah. say. Yeah. Hey, that's kind of all you can hope for nowadays. So it really it's just is. Like, just like it's all about the batting wild. average. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's yeah. a baseball reference, Jake. <laughs> it's a thing we used to have in the States. I guess they got in Canada also. Yeah, we have a, a team. We have a team. This is Jason's gonna, second they... appearance here, right? Yeah. 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 Sorry, I cut off the whole baseball episode... talk. We should have kept that <laughs> Come rolling. Come on, we wanted to do baseball. Baseball. No, it's fine. Come on. Go I'm glad it was moving on because I don't know yeah. any baseball stuff. So there's like a, I think there's like a, a circuit you do in baseball. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, then, yeah. You, 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 um, you score goals and you run. There's like a, a big baseball stick. And then yes. you... <laughs> there's a circuit. I like the idea of a circuit. Like they're running between the bases and they're like, here's 20 push ups over there. There's 20 burpees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you can make it all the way through the circuit, you score a goal. So it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got some metal, metal noises for you over there. <laughs> metal noises. Jake. What are you drinking over there? What it's early. This is a matinee edition for this the Europeans. We decided to be nice. We got a good out, good turnout last time for the matinee. It's quarantine time anyway, so we figure, why not? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I, yeah, I I love including the Europeans because they're very kind to us. They treat us pretty well. I like them. There's some there's some good Europeans in our Discord. There's some good Europeans on Twitter, on the space like station occasionally. Space station, some good Europeans. It's good. It's good stuff. I like the way you're describing them. Like the majority of Europeans, awful people, <laughs> but there are some good ones out there yeah. that we're aware of. And they all listen to this show. It's like a very specific, uh, the Venn diagram of good Europeans and off nominal <laughs> listeners, basically a circle. It's great. Um, so I have um, a new one. So, so straight up, the, the, I have a liquor store across the street from my house. It's like a very famous store in the show. So I just like stroll over there and get beer whenever I want. But they're legit, like, starting to run out of, like, selection. I-, I don't know what it is. Like, just because of the quarantine, like, they still have lots of beer, but, like, the quantity of types is, like, reducing and reducing. <laughs> there used to be this whole, like, freezer full of different craft beers, and, like, every week, one of the rows is, like, gone, and they consolidate <laughs> up and just, like, fill it up with, like, Coors Light, and it's just, like, it's, like, breaking my heart. So I'm running out of things to, to do, um, and the-, the ones they had yesterday were not good. So I ended up switching to the cans, which I don't normally do. Wow. That's a big um, day right there. It is. A yeah. new low. So, uh, <laughs> so this is uh, from Nelson Brewing. Nelson's in the interior of BC. It's called Valhalla Hazy Pale Ale. And wow. it's got this uh, mountain climber guy on the top there, which is, uh, I think it's a mountain climber. What does it say? Yeah, wilderness, British Columbia, trees. You know, it is Pacific Southwest stuff. Now, is that a big so, boy? Is that a, how uh, many ounces four, is that sucker? 473 milliliters. Milliliters, a, a whatever. Pint. It's like a pint, isn't it? 
Uh, those European milliliters. 20 ounces, I think. It's like bigger than normal can. It's like it a tall really can. rolls off the tongue, uh, tongue when you sing about it in like a hip hop song or something. 437 <laughs> millimeters. Wait, I just said millimeters. Millimeters. <laughs> Milla, milliliters. Jason cracked his open early, turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got no, over I've there? I've been drunk all day. Um, <laughs> I have a uh, really, I'm not doing anything fancy. It's just whatever Trader Joe's has in stock at this point because, yeah. Uh, Every little errand seems like such a monumental task at this point. So uh, just going to the grocery store and seeing whatever they have. So this is a Santan Hopshock IPA. It's a local Whoa. beer out of Phoenix. Um, and they're kind of everywhere here. So um, That's a yeah. nice, nice uh, color to that can. It, yeah. it is lovely. Phoenix gets to do, the city of Phoenix gets to do a lot of cool stuff with their, uh, you know, they, they got... They got the bird, the flames, mm-hmm. uh, the bird and the flames. Yeah. You can talk about something else. We can talk about something else. It's like, that's bird. all. Apparently he's got nothing on Philly, nothing on we, Phoenix. You got it's good. You, 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 uh, you activated the, the Phoenix contingent of the listeners on the <laughs> yeah. chat there. They're like, hey, oh, Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix has never come up. Phoenix, oh. Phoenix. <laughs> uh, now Anthony's the one right. that's going to turn this on its side here. Yeah, what I've got, this? I've broke out some wine. So I, I, I don't know. I got a much like we've been talking about going to the stores, a whole thing. So I got a coupon to order some wine online. Also a whole thing because I live in Pennsylvania where they're very touchy about that. So I had to deliver it to someone in Jersey and then pick it up from their house. I just ordered a whole <laughs> box. Figured this would get us through a couple of weeks. So I've got a little suave here. It's a white wine from the Veneto region. Ooh. Tried out a couple. I bought a bunch of different kinds, but it's pretty good. Monte Fiorentine. Figured I'd take it a little Italian. I like a nice, you know, this time of year, very refreshing Sunday afternoon, white wine drinking. I feel like mm. it, it just fits the whole, it's been nice out. I've been sitting in, like, my deck here, right off the edge of the studio. So I figured I need some of this. Class it up here for our off nominal. Are you, are a, you a... Go oh, ahead, Jason. <laughs> I was just going to say, are you a wine guy? Like, do you know your wines? Are you uh, a wine knower as you No, as you not say? really. You know, yeah. like, I, I'm not, I'm going to, like... I like trying stuff, but I can't like yeah, yeah. tell you what notes there are and things like that. Yeah. Are you I a sangria guy? Oh, no, it's too sweet. Oh, I love sangria. It's too sweet. <laughs> a good uh, summer wine is, um, oh, I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong. It's Beaujolais or Beaujolais. Oh, yeah. Beaujolais. Beaujolais yeah, yeah. It's, like a, it's like a red wine. You can just chill it a little bit, and then it's just very easy drinking. I don't know that much about wine, but no, that you're. It sounds like we're on the same level, so we should maybe. Somebody, somebody told me that at a store <laughs> once, and I immediately internalize it. Like, yes, <laughs> he's like, it was some winery. <laughs> Turns out there's a winery in Phoenix. It had a bird and a flame on it. It's weird. This whole thing. Look at this. This bottle. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, cheers, guys. It's Happy, good to be uh, here. Cheers. Happy, Happy quarantine. quarantine. Yeah. It's been. I feel like the last couple of off nominals. Because we've been on these teens weekends, so the the one that we did in March was like right after everything shut down over here, right? Mm-hmm. We do it right before, or after that. Mm. I forget. It was right around that, and then the next one we've kind of been settling in. There was really no space news, so we talked all about the NASA worm last time. Oh, by the yeah. way, I've corrected my. I did not have a NASA worm shirt last time that we were talking about the NASA worm, and then I saw a link in the Discord come by, and I was like, "Well, I gotta rectify that issue," so I bought <laughs> bought one of these. That's a nice NASA war, I'm sure. Yeah, pretty comfortable, you know? Yeah. But then uh, we got some space news now. We do have some space news, yeah. Yeah. It's good times to be a JB fan. It is a mm-hmm. great time to be a JB fan. Where um, my and- pen? 
I see that. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, so Jason, we had you on uh, episode nine, I think. So this is episode 30, episode nine, 21 episodes ago. Um, we actually have something that we need to confess to you. In addition to just the fact that we love hanging out with you and drinking beers and talking about space, we have a super secret reason for bringing you on the show. Okay. All right. So I, I know we talked about how we just throw these together very randomly. And in most cases, that's true. But there is a there is a plan here. Is this some kind of gotcha journalism? Is this, <laughs> are you going to bring up a take that I had and show me how? I hope you liked that new job that you had for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I've been no. all right. So I pulled a clip from your appearance. Okay. And I listened back. It's about a minute long. I'll play it here. We'll take a trip back in time. And it held yeah. up like shockingly well. Like I, we could drop yeah, this yeah. minute in without mentioning it to this conversation, and it would it would be fine. Like it's shocking. <laughs> so. Do you have oh, heart music exciting. you can play? Okay. Here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, uh, here, we got some multimedia experience. I'll show people this, this nice tweet that we had. I don't know if you can hear this. It, it probably depends on, on you know, in this hypothetical situation where a Democrat wins in 2020, it depends on, on whether that Democrat runs on I'm not Trump or if they run on here's my new yeah. idea yeah. and just pick mm -hmm. me over Trump, right? Like, because that seems to be the, the, the challenge right now that in candidates that we see right it's, are they are they just a not trump or are they actually the even so person, much right? as like we're going to change it to the lunar orbital platform gateway even though it's the same <laughs> damn thing <laughs> totally not the same thing totally not well it, yeah. it could be right like well, maybe they'll just keep riding's time but they'll change his name right <laughs> they start calling him they rebrand him he's like yeah. jb yo jb jb that sounds yeah. so much better <laughs> <laughs> to connect with the youth, the millennials. Yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> Skateboarding through, you know, yeah, building you nine or whatever. This is a, see, this held up shockingly well. We're back in real well. time now. We're back in 2020. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so good. So, Jake really uh, had the de like the political take there. He's like, guys, let me lay it out. For pretty you. good, right? Yeah. And no, yeah, no, yeah. I don't want to brag, but I've listened to a couple 538 podcasts before, so like, I know what I'm talking about here. Um, I just am yeah, shocked so, at how that was June 2018, and it feels like so much has changed, and yet, yeah, how much has? Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, it's a lot. Depressing as hell. <laughs> but no, it's good though. It's good. You did. You were so, the progenitor of JB, which has yeah, stuck you, throughout. You, you said you you wanted to to spawn a meme. Well, you did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm honored that uh, that the jb thing held up and i'm i'm also uh, congratulations by the way that you all got your jb interview for our uh off nominal right you had him on the show we didn't have him on no. the show we had we met with him and told what? him about the show yeah and we yeah. gave him the pin he was pumped to hear about it no but i thought you were it, uh, you turned around and came back for the interview and everything turns out we just have you <laughs> what a shitty consolation prize but what we do have jake you want to do yeah, this on veil here? Yeah, we did something good here. So um, you spawned the meme. JB became a thing. Um, you know, we've told the whole story here lots of times. Episode 24 is the story of the pins. Uh, our listener, Kevin, got us these pins, these lovely pins that we're wearing here today. We took them to IAC. You were there. Uh, we got one to gym. It was a whole big thing. Very exciting. Um, but, you know, we've gotten a lot of requests to get more pins. How do I get a pin? How do you get a pin? You know, and we kind of just had a few of them because Kevin made them for this and they were, they were gone. And then we kind of ran out. They were gone at uh, IAC. So, um, we dragged our heels a little bit. We talked about it. Should we get more pins? And you know, we should get more pins, but we didn't want to just 
print another run and just you know we want to make a splash with it we want to do something exciting so um uh anthony do you want to like load up a web browser can we show yeah a web i've got browser? it i've got it pulled up here okay so and listeners you can do this uh, along with us um just head over to jim club this is then, extraordinarily professional. Up. Wait, I gotta do this. <laughs> this is a shockingly professional website, I would say. If you, you pull this up, say that I've learned a couple scroll things through about it. Jake, this is made by a real professional. <laughs> fan dot club. So it's Jim Bridenstine fan dot club. Dot club. That's yeah. the one. I, I, I nabbed that dot club domain. <laughs> dot club. <laughs> So you navigate to this website and you're going to see the refreshed, (laughs) exciting Jim Bridenstine fan club crest, the official Jim Bridenstine fan club crest. Um, We've got the whole origin story on there so you can peruse it and learn about the history. And uh, you can now buy a membership to the uh, JBFC. Not only does it come with a pin, this is the pin here, so I'll show this on the... I don't know if you're showing me here, but yeah, you can. They can see you. Here, I'll make you full screen there. Okay, so there's the lovely there's the pins. Pin. They're, they're a little bit bigger than the old ones. Um, so uh, you can see. Here's a side by side. Let me pull it up again. I'm showing off your your website here because people are loving that. <laughs> this is oh, yeah. this is dope. You gotta it's get those in focus, pin. Jake. Oh, I'm sorry. It's really hard to. <laughs> anyway, it's a serious uh, crest. And you can get your own membership card, which looks like this. And on the back, it's got your unique membership number. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what we want to do. You we want to make it. have a picture of Tori holding the pen. That's so great. <laughs> oh, my God. IAC was very good to us. So good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, question I, I've always been curious about uh, when you sell T-shirts like this. Uh, do you... Are these like photoshopped onto models, like stock models, or did you, do you actually get <laughs> people to wear your shirt and get photographed? We found it? these two very in shape people, and we we're like, please yeah. wear this shirt. <laughs> no, no, these are yeah, these so are these are programmatically generated, I guess. Okay, okay. Um, Which, by yes, the way, if you're going to be shirts. one of those people that gets anything photoshopped onto them, you better have a really good contract. <laughs> I could yeah, design yeah. anything and put that on there. You, for oh, instance, man. you could be JBFC member here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can get shirts. Uh, as you can see, in my reveal here. I am wearing one of the shirts. Um, they're great. Nice crest here. Uh, and probably my favorite thing that you can get is uh, the mug. It's a good so mug. This is the Jim Bridenstein Fan Club official mug which is good for coffee it's good for tea it's good for i don't know mountain dew probably <laughs> um beer it's got so many props want, whatever you want to put in it it's good to go so he came ready with the props jason i love props Twitch has has jim seen this that is the big question well we just launched it literally five seconds okay. ago so okay. right. yeah. right. he saw the original the original pin he has a couple of those yeah um but i don't know jake maybe fire off a tweet tag him in that did it did just it weird did. him out or was he like this is cool these guys are like you know fans uh, or was he like what the hell is kind of hard to tell maybe a mix of each yeah. I think it would okay. oscillated yeah it was definitely I mean he didn't seem to mind hanging out seemed like he was down yeah. with it so yeah he's a nice personable man that's why I don't know how pumped club. Christian Davenport was when we walked out of hanging out with JB and he was like I'm getting held up for these two jokers what the hell's going on here. <laughs> 
So he looked a little confused, but other than that, yeah. seems okay. Jake, well, I, we're getting cut some uh, comments in the Twitch chat here that's saying that they're glad that your boot camp is paying off. <laughs> yeah. You spent yeah. all of that time in boot camp to make the JVFC <laughs> yeah. launch. Well, whether it pays off really depends on them, I guess, right? It's <laughs> a good point. Yes. Always be closing. Always be closing. So that's why we brought you here, Jason. Hope you enjoyed Good stuff, guys. the appearance on the podcast. We'll have you back uh, some yeah. other time. <laughs> All right. It's been real. Anytime what are we talking about here, Jake? Product. Well, uh, we can kind of talk whatever we want, but I, I thought maybe we'd start with uh, a little bit from Jason. So, Jason, you've been doing some different kind of work at Planetary Society. I'd love to hear like a update. What are you doing now? What do you, what do you what's on your on your burner here? What is on the burner? Yeah, uh, I like to check my email. I'm very good at checking my email. I will reply to your email. No, that's what a friend used to joke. It's not a very good joke. <laughs> uh, in IT, he would say, I'm very good at checking my email. Um, yeah, so what do I do with the Planetary Society now? I in Let's see, when was this? This was like in October of last year. Um, our comms director, Danielle Gunn, came to me and uh, convinced me to become our editorial director and um, oversee a new content strategy for the Planetary Society. So that sounds terribly boring and marketing marketing eased and everything, but um, basically we have this new strategic plan. Uh, it's like a five-year plan that uh, you know businesses or nonprofits do, and we're going to try to grow to like seventy-five thousand members. Um, that's a significant increase from what we have now. Um, and really try to embrace this theme of space for everyone. So traditionally, if you follow the Planetary Society, you know we're the um, we're more of the inside the expert type content. You know you got to be you got to sometimes know uh, your way around planetary science when you come in and um, have that knowledge base already. But we're going to try to make it more welcoming to people who. Um, have not had any experience in planetary missions or planetary science and uh, kind of cater to both audiences. Um, and that's part of the strategic plan to, to kind of grow our membership. So that, that, and yeah, long story short, that's what led to kind of me um, implementing some of that, doing our content. And um, we're getting a new website that's rolling out later this year. Um, terribly painful process for anyone who's been through a website migration probably knows um, a, a new back-end content management system so um, yeah just a lot going on and um, yeah it's it's I've been busy quarantine has been a busy time for me <laughs> are you the man behind the downlink and the naming of the downlink I am yeah so, do you by any chance use a fantastic Mac app called downlink no, there's, there's oh. some copyright infringement. Yeah, we, me and you are going to personally fight about this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you have Do you have a da- an app? I made an app Downlink? called Downlink, and then the Downlink came out, and I was like, "Well, shit, this is did some you, good marketing opportunity." Did you copyright that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where you went wrong, man. Can't come out. I have a hard now. time thinking that Plus I would get the, the Planetary Society, nor would I want to pursue a takedown of the Downlink because of my <laughs> tiny Mac app Downlink that is free on the Mac App Store. <laughs> What does Downlink do on the Mac? Uh, it's actually pretty rad. You might like it if you have a Mac. It is a thing that runs in the background, and it pulls imagery off of the GOES satellites. Live imagery oh, that's, right that's down to your dope. desktop. Makes it your desktop background. You can choose different that's views. Cool. It's pretty rad. I would check it out. Oh, yeah. I would recommend it I to would. you, the maker of the Downlink. 
<laughs> well, see, I have the in front of my name, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, huge so difference. The, the story, yeah, the story behind the downlink. So we did have, uh, so as part of this transition, right? Um, we decided, like, where what's the planetary society unique in? And and the one thing we realized we cannot do is chase. Um, Sorry, this is like terribly like um this might be terribly boring to some of the people <laughs> listening to like talk hear me talk about like nonprofit, you know, uh, marketing <laughs> strategies and communication <laughs> strategies, but anyway, we decided like well, what do we have to offer that is unique in the space media landscape? And we have all this like expert perspective, right? We have like Emily Lockdewalla who can drop 5,000 words on you on what curiosity's been up to or something like that. Um, and then we had me kind of doing these weird, like little unfocused pieces. Like uh, uh, I would write something like I would cover Hayabusa just because like nobody else covers Hayabusa. Um, you have Casey Dreyer who does our space policy stuff. Um, and so like there was always this assumption, like, should we compete with like the space.coms of the world that, you know, the, the the people who are out there on the front line putting out content on every piece of news. And the answer was no, we, we shouldn't and we can't. Um, you know, there's no, there's no reason to do that. So that kind of, uh, but we still care. We want to show people that we're paying attention because we are. We talk about all this stuff internally. Uh, our Slack channel's like, hey, check, you know, this random planetary thing happened. And so we, we came up with the downlink as a way to like, okay, we'll have, we'll just have succinct news items, you know, a newsletter. Everyone's doing newsletters these days. And so I had started that first and then um, the rest of our comms team like turned that into like a more broad, like, you know, it's got like pretty pictures and um, actions you can take and get involved type stuff. And uh, we needed a name for it. And uh, we were brain, like, God, and if you've ever been, you know, any organization you know how painful something like brainstorming a name for a new oh product God, can be it, it this literally like and we use base camp like the base camp thread was like 50 <laughs> comments long you know and and every time we thought we had one there somebody'd be like oh well you know and point out a reason why it was shit you know and we'd be like <laughs> oh my god no we gotta start over and so finally uh i came up with the downlink and then we started looking and National Space Society uses it in one of the things they do, but they just call it downlink, and it's like a member thing they do, slightly different, and um, really splitting hairs here. <laughs> and Space News for a while, uh, like many years ago, uh, they decided to try a thing with Jeff Faust called the downlink that we found when we were searching, but they only did it like once, and they like retired it. And um, we were like, and it had been five years, and we were like, okay, if they wanted the name downlink, then we... And they got first up now. Faust was like, yeah, man, I love baseball. Up, yeah. We got to get a baseball reference in on this thing. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so we, um, that's where all that came from. So that, that's the really boring, long story behind all that. I just thought it sounded good, and it made sense for my app, and I picked it. I didn't have a base camp thread, so... <laughs> you didn't have anybody to challenge your... Uh, you know. I didn't even ask Jake about it. You didn't have a committee. No. Jake and I did struggle for a long time over Jim Bridenstine fan dot club though. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> do you do jbfc.space? Do you do Jim Bridenstine dot whatever else? Pizza? Who knows? I forget what we went through. <laughs> we went through a lot of them though. Pizza. There's limo that I hear people using a lot. Limo. What a terrible yeah. one. Yeah. 
Uh, Jason, so that sounds like um, all that what you just said kind of sounds like a really nice way to say, are you basically like the boss of the Planetary Society now? Like, do you just Oh, have... yeah. <laughs> yeah, higher than Bill. Definitely. Like, Bill checks in with me every morning, asks me what his day No. Uh, no, no, just, um, just to, in charge of the content. Just the content. So. Just the content, yeah. <laughs> just the content. Just, the just content. most of just the work the that's going just, on day to day. <laughs> just a small, small amount of stuff. No, it's just a, it's a very small team. Um, yeah, and we're we've been hiring some freelancers too, which has been a lot of fun. Um, I grossly overestimated. Like we we brought on a bunch of freelance writers, and I grossly overestimated how much uh, editing work I would be able to do like during quarantine because like having a kid at home um just shoots half the day like um my wife and I do like ships where you know one of us is like fully immersed working for half the day and then the other one's on duty and um yeah then so like all these freelancers started sending me these pieces we're building all these new missions and worlds pages for our sites and I just felt terrible because they kept all these drafts just kept rolling in (laughs) And I'm like, oh, oh shit, sorry. Like, <laughs> I'll get to that in like a week or two because I'm way behind. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hmm, okay. Well, I was, con- I was, yeah. Go ahead. I'll say congratulations. Then that sounds like a pretty Thank cool uh, uh, update to your career. So um, I remember it. The, the last time you were on, we I think we talked about like what happens after light sale. Because that's a thing that's <laughs> I have to figure out. So I'm glad that we're like bookending this. Is I oh, figured it out. No yes. problem. Yeah. <laughs> the story's the yeah the story's been completed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Well, can we do a quick sidebar as a follow up from our last show where we talked about logos and all this? It looks like Jason is wearing a super rad space shirt with an awesome logo. I yeah. would like to see that shirt. Let me sh- let me show it off. Planet this is actually Earth. another. This is a Planetary Society original. It's Planifest eighty one. Uh, year I was born, so I, I like the shirt because of that. But we had we used to do these things at the Planetary Society back in the Carl days, um, called Planet Fest. And um, well, they started when the Voyagers were uh, approaching the like outer planets. So I think Planet Fest eighty one was, uh, gosh embarrassing i don't remember is that uranus or neptune i think that's uranus it might have been yeah so uh they had this whole thing at like jpl and in, in pasadena near our headquarters and like this big celebration and chuck berry was there and like played and carl's up on stage dancing with him and um yeah so that was a good year that's a good year good year yeah good year damn it's a nice shirt too i would i Thank would you. love if those are still still a thing that you can buy yeah, you can buy them from our oh, store. Oh, nice. I got to get one. Go check That's them out. That's great. Sweet. Is there a Planet Fest 85? I don't know. I just, want, I just want to copy you on the year, year I was born thing. <laughs> yeah. Planet Fest 91 would have sucked. I'll yeah. tell you that much. There was nothing going on there. There was nothing. No. When, when was Neptune? Neptune would have been 80, uh, maybe 86. Uh, we're all just fishing at straws. I don't know. Don't have, yeah, I wasn't really, alive, so I can None just of us have the internet in front of us. Negligence on this. Should we talk about what might happen in Planet Fest 2024? 2024 Planet Fest? Yeah. yeah. Like landing Artemis? Yeah, Planet maybe. Fest? What time of yeah, the year was Planet Fest? Can we do like December? Because that, that's going to be late in 2024 if this works out. <laughs> yeah, like December 31st. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll basically well, be a New Year's party as well. It ain't going to be early, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> we were going to do a Planet Fest like for uh, the Mars rovers, you know, all the Mars missions this year. But like, and it's our 40th anniversary, but then mm. like, 
the world ended. So we were like, eh, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, saying let's do Planet Fest 2024. 2024. 2024 How you feeling good. about these Moonlanders, Jason? I mean, it's cool, right? If it works out, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't uh, poo on any of the concepts. Like, right? How come I mean, you got Starship? That's cool. Uh, the Blue Origin National Team. Uh, that's cool. Great. Good for them. And, uh, traditional aerospace working together. And then the random one, what was that? Is it uh, Dynetics? Dynetics, yeah. Not Dianetics, just Dynetics. Dynetics (laughs) and all the other space companies that weren't included in the previous. Yeah, basically 25 (laughs) subcontractors. It's like, I don't know. What can you make as a bolt? Sure. Is Dianetics the same company? Not Dianetics. (laughs) Not, not L. Ron Hubbard's, uh, teachings. Sorry. I don't want to get us all sued. Um, (laughs) <laughs> no, Dynetics is they they do stuff for like they built like the interstage on the SLS, right? Yep, they're okay. doing that adapter, and I think they they were working on some other component like that as well. Well, maybe both. Maybe the one for um, ICPS, and then the one for yeah. EUS. They would also have that deal. Yeah. So the Dynetics, uh, I've actually been there, and funny story behind that. We did like three years ago when we were kind of doing like more. That's like five years ago. Uh, more at the Planetary Society, we didn't really have a very strategic framework, so it was just like everyone's best idea. Like we were, it was very like, yeah, sure, do that, try that. So we did this thing called the Rocket Road Trip, where Casey and I went to all these NASA centers. I remember that. Did, that like, was awesome. I love that. Shoots. It was fun. Yeah, um, yeah that was the was year SLS was going to launch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we went. We saw like they had just uh, when we got, when we saw SLS at uh, Michoud, they had just put it up in the vertical stand. They had finished like the liquid hydrogen tank or something, and um, I was sold. I was like, well, it looks like it's coming along pretty nicely, right? It can't be much longer, right? <laughs> and you were as you were walking out the facility, you heard a big metal bang, and they dropped the dome. <laughs> yeah, they dropped something. <laughs> um, so we visited. We wanted to visit a supplier. Uh, and we went to Dynetics, uh in Huntsville while we were there, and uh, it was it was a bizarre experience. Like there were, you know, because we just came in like very um, schleppy, um, you know. Do, well, Casey always wears his suit, but like you know, me and Merck, our videographer, just kind of rolled in, and they were all like, you know, this is like von Braun uh, von Braun symposium formal, you know, where all the engineers are like all the aerospace companies wearing everybody's wearing suits and there was like a room with like 10 people in it to like interview to do for our filming and stuff and i was just like it was just very uh it was over one yeah we were like <laughs> we were like this is I, ah, this is weird we were um, here for planet fest not business fest <laughs> yeah 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 but they were cool they showed us around and um all their stuff i think yeah just, Their thing like looks so anyway. sweet. Their lander looks it looks like one that I would have like that would show up in the design reference missions, like the PDFs that NASA put out every couple yeah. of years during the Ares yeah. program. Yeah. It looks like a lander that would be drawn up as like an insert moon lander here kind of thing. You know, very low to yeah. the surface. Pretty rad looking, I think, overall. It's hard it's it also, hard when you're sitting next to Starship, but <laughs> it also yeah, kind of yeah. looks like um if you like built a lander in Kerbal Space program and then you tried it. And you didn't have enough fuel, so you took it back, and you didn't want to change the design, so you just kept strapping fuel tanks to the outside of it until you had enough fuel. And then you're like, perfect, now it works. <laughs> that is kind of the, I feel like that that's one that is interesting because you can be like, oh, it's refuelable. You just got to dock 
fuel tanks to the side of it. Like I feel like it's missing a it's missing a component that I need to see, which is like the tug that would attach these fuel tanks from distant orbits to wherever they are in near rectilinear halo. There's a new one now. What is it? Did you, you remember pa- that one? Posit, oh, posit yes. grade. Pa, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's another weird yeah. one. It's yeah. slightly lower. LLO is just not cool anymore. No. Well, you can't get there with Orion, <laughs> man. My plan was to have Starship dock with Orion, which looks hilarious, spin up Starship, and then fling it like a, mo- a momentum exchange tether to a lower orbit. This is a great plan to get it in and out of lower, low lunar orbit. How do you feel about like this? Mm-hmm. Artificial I'm gravity sold. test on the way down. Maybe an issue after release, but what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> What's the delta V on a spinning starship flinging <laughs> a small Orion towards slow lunar orbit? Somebody do that study, and uh, it'll be in be the down lake next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it comes off there, what, a few meters per second? Hey, that's not trivial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, what do you guys think? Are any of these 2024 concepts actually going to make it to the surface in 2024 with people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I like, I think, I like there, there was this NASA advisory committee meeting this week where they talked about all this. It was the Human Exploration Subcommittee. And one of the things they said was, we like your plan, but please don't do too many trade studies. And I feel they were saying, like, if you get locked in this, like, year-long cycle of trade study and decision points and trade study and decision point, you just get, that just keeps pushing, pushing, pushing. So if they end up making a decision, like, right when they need to, you know, in the seven or ten month mark, whatever it is with these things, it's plausible there will be hardware. But the the problem is, we were chatting about this in the Discord the other day, is, like, everything requires a launch vehicle that hasn't flown yet. Every yeah. single piece, every single one. no matter which lander you pick, no matter how the crew get there, every single thing requires New Glenn, Vulcan, SLS, or Starship Super Heavy. So it's like major, that's, that's a major, and, and they're all already slipping dates, right? Starship not so, because it's kind of like, who knows what the date is. But the other two have already, the other three, have already pushed years on end. But yeah, they all seem technically feasible. Who is yeah. it that, that said that in the Discord? I can't remember, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fail to give credit. Properly. I think it was but Adam. Someone, That's what you're thinking. Adam of. was like, uh, any, any program that depends on a new launch vehicle effectively becomes a launch vehicle program. I thought that oh, was I think, yeah, quote. that was a couple. Uh, maybe that was Lars, I think, that Lars had that maybe? one. Yeah. That little bit of advice. It's true, though. Lars but typing. Yeah, <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I think that there's, it's cool to see the breadth of strategy that, NASA is taken on this because it's like, oh, 130 million. Why would you not give that to SpaceX to see what happens with Starship? It basically keeps yeah, NASA yeah. as a stakeholder in Starship for the next 10 months. The other two asked for a lot more money, and they both seem like things that I think NASA would be comfortable with as 2024. I think the difference is the Dynetics one, like you were talking about with your anecdote there, feels like it would be the NASA lander, and the other yeah. one would have to track three different companies that they're all comfortable with, but it would track three different companies building three different pieces of hardware, whereas the Dynetics is this single thing. So that's kind of the toss-up to me, which one they pick of those two. Mm-hmm. You think they'll do two? They'll end up doing two on a down select. I think they'll do they'll do a similar thing where they'll pick they'll pick one Dynetics or the Blue Origin team as the 2024 lander and keep the other one on contract for the future, and then they'll give Starship some more money to keep developing. Because yeah. my, my, my worry with Starship, 
is everyone's worry is that boy do they need to refuel a lot of starships to make that thing happen in 2024 and i don't think yeah, nasa I, is going to be comfortable like let alone saying super heavy and starship will be flying by then but flying enough to refuel these tankers and storage yeah. units yeah, and, and, and this like this lunar version is like you got to launch a, a a lander to earth orbit fuel it up however many times get it to moon orbit then file put another tanker in lunar orbit or earth orbit fuel that up send it to the lander transfer the fuel over like it's like there's like series of starships all in a row so they have to have like something sitting in lunar orbit that's just the fuel depot buzz aldrin is just one. like ah, cyclers. yeah there's they're gonna need like 35 starships to make this thing happen and it's like they got them it's <laughs> and i know they're working they're on that, that them whole out. production thing they're Every trying time they blow one up they're like oh here's another one <laughs> yeah they're, they're just all in a queue ready to it's like a slaughterhouse yeah. but um yeah so there's like a lot going on there that uh that's my my worry too it's just like there's so much unknowns and how to operate this like conga line of refueling that i, I don't know like <laughs> yeah conga line of refueling i hope that shows up in like the the source selection document from nasa major major risk success the conga line conga of refueling line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> now you yeah. laugh but that's the minute clip that we're going to take out of this show and play back in a year and a half when jason's back on and we hear the selection of the lander and it, it's, they're worried about the refueling conga line <laughs> man we've, we've done it, it again we've done it oh man hmm. so uh anthony can i or maybe jason i don't know either one of you i i have not been paying attention much this week what's this whole thing with like the artemis accords and all this mm. uh soft power stuff what's going on here i haven't paid attention i mean i, I read about I, it this morning <laughs> well, all then right you're so probably the most <laughs> educated <laughs> i mean yeah you 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 nailed it the small that's the soft power accords it's like Hey, we're gonna do some moon landings. If you want to come on board, please sign this line that says we can we can mine the moon. That's pretty <laughs> much as straightforward as it is. So, uh, saying the U.S. is saying that that if you want to if you want to be on board, say that we can mine the moon with restrictions or like anywhere we want to, like mm. where we land or where you land or any of that built into it. Yeah, basically, it's it's every every like international policy plus safety zones around landers and exclusion yeah. zones and the ability to do in situ resource utilization on the moon essentially yeah. it and they're keeping the gateway as the same uh international international what is it intergovernmental agreement that is that governs the iss that governs gateway but everything going to the surface if you want to come to the surface as part of the artemis program sign this line so it they're says, putting China and Russia on the spot yeah. to say, yeah. are you good with this or not? Yeah. Mm. So, and that seems to be the thing, right? Russia's already in on the gateway, so they're going to keep that as the ISS agreement. But if Russia gets on board with the landings, then they have to agree that collectively we can all dig stuff out of the lunar surface, make water rocket propellant out of it. To what extent is Russia in the gateway at this point? You know, because I know there were grand plans at first, like the the big old gateway and then that you know turned into the like not the so bog, big old gateway the big the old gateway, gateway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the big old gateway it was like japan's adding a module europe's adding a module we're gonna have we're gonna have so many modules it's gonna be terrific modules so many modules and um and then it was like actually it's just gonna be a little power unit in orion that's yeah. <laughs> and, and then we're not even gonna dock there it's just gonna be yeah. there 
Yeah, and maybe a Cygnus cargo ship that just adds a little extra space. That's it. Um, Russia yeah, so says we'll, that they're in on an airlock. That's their. They're in on an okay. Yeah, that's, that's what right. they say. But that was okay. Haven't they I would believe that more the if they for haven't. Like Thirty years. Yeah, they've built that one, a new module that's been sitting on the ground with particulate in its fuel lines, and then something else happened. And what's that like, Naka or something? Yeah, it's, and it oh, still yeah. is nowhere near the launch pad. Yikes. So. Yeah. Eh. Hmm. And like that's fine. Airlock, you know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Best part of an airlock is if it sucks, you just keep the hatch closed. Yeah. What, this is true. I mean, how yeah. how else would you get outside the station without an airlock? Uh, just put on your spacesuit. Ryan and yeah. pop out that way. Yeah. Full on Gemini. Full on Gemini. <laughs> Everybody has to suit up for when someone. F O G. Yeah. <laughs> the bog fog. The big the old gateway fog. full on Gemini. <laughs> I'm having these like manned orbital laboratory like flashbacks. Yeah, it's like this is basically what this is now, isn't it? We can just revitalize, a, like bring a Titan out of, out of commission. Oh, it's, we could, uh, there's one sitting in our, in uh, Ohio. <laughs> a Titan? Yeah, I haven't went yet, but the uh, the, the Air Force Museum has a big old Titan on it. Like in the it. Titan Two or the original Four. Titan or the Four oh, Titan solids Four. and all. Yeah. Oh gosh. I gotta go oh, there. That's cool. Mm. Huh. That's a big rocket. Those are big solids. Yeah, they're basically shuttle, you know? They're not nothing. Yeah. That's a cool rocket to watch launch. Like if you watch the Voyager, look at the still photos of that thing lifting off. I mean, that's pretty dope. It's yeah. Hypergolic and solids. Yeah. It's, it it looks horrible. Those, like, but it it's also got those, looks like, awesome. weird little little tanks on the side that are like a different fuel that do the thrust vectoring for them so like it can turn. It's uh yeah the little vernier little vernier tanks. Yeah. The bizarre is, little rocket. Is it the one that does uh does the core stage not light at lift off for the Titan Centaur? Is that what its deal was? There was a rocket like that. Oh the you one that only light. lifted off with the boosters and then airlit the Yeah, core? yeah. I think it did the... light at launch, but maybe not full thrust or something. Yeah, I mean that was, yeah, that was a pretty weird rocket. Yeah, the Titan was one that they just kept adding on to, like it, kind of Arian Four yeah. in that way, where they yeah, were just yeah. kept slapping other parts on and new boosters yeah. and other Verni. We need more control. <laughs> Put another rocket on it. Like it was, it was definitely full Kerbal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they're, the Discord saying it is. Oh, they the do. One that, All right, that, nice. That does air light? Yeah. So cool. It good, ignites good. at T plus nine seconds or minutes. That's pretty weird. Nine seconds. That's like why even. Oh, nine seconds? That's very That's pretty weird. random. Well, maybe they were worried about it, like the shot, you know, the uh, the acoustics coming off oh, of it. Like they know, were going to blow the launch pad apart? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like with the RS-25, they had a, remember on, God, we're really going down rocket rabbit holes <laughs> here. But there was an original plan for uh, Ares-1, I think. Like my knowledge of uh, nerdy rocket things is all from like that era, and uh, I think Ares One. They were they originally for a while. They were like, you know, what if the upper stage used an RS twenty five, and then like someone pointed out like that you'd have to light it in a vacuum, and that had never been done essentially. And um, hmm. yeah, yeah. Anyway, and they were worried random about random rocket fact. Random rocket fact of the day. Hmm. Well, I, I would imagine that if your yeah, rocket engine normally lights on the ground, that doing it in vacuum is a yeah, yeah. Thing. I'm just thinking. So shuttle, shuttle never ever lit it anywhere besides right on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And then just yeah. burned it all the way. What a, what a 
powerhouse engine. It's just like, you know what? We're lighting it on the ground. We're taking it all the way to orbit. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. how it's going to be. A, people talk about the, the core stage of SLS sometimes, about like it's a like it's a first stage. But like really when you get down to it, SLS is like a really big upper stage with two solid strap-ons. Like yeah, the, the liftoff yeah. thrust like is like 80, 90% of it comes from the solids. And then the you just take the the core stage almost all the way to orbit right so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah basically yeah, that, it, that animation stage. was going around for a while uh last week did you see that where the they're comparing it was like transparent rockets it had falcon heavy it had uh, space shuttle and yeah it was cool it was that was rad yeah somebody should build one a transparent rocket <laughs> <laughs> it looks sweet it was a great visualization i'll post it in the T- show notes because that T- that's worth elon. a watch yeah <laughs> elon please <laughs> he's had a couple of weeks i don't want to talk about elon personally no. yeah but, no don't no. strain okay, elon good. territory good yeah. cool down period jason you love the rs25 what would you be willing to pay for it <laughs> for an rs25 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's see how big i'm trying to think how big one is <laughs> big enough they're pretty like big. it could it could fit i don't think it could fit in any room in the house We'd have to have a whole. Mm. Yeah, I like. I, I'm imagining the discussion with my wife. So, hon, uh, the spare room, it's going to be the RS25 room, and uh, she'd be like, Jason, I swear to God, if you have 146 million dollars laying around that I don't know about, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I've been secretly laundering money for the uh, Mexican cartel, and uh, sorry, I've been watching a lot of Ozark lately, so that's like on the top of my brain. Um. Do any you guys want to launder money perhaps inside an rs25 maybe that's <laughs> what they're doing R- with it yeah, yeah 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 it just tumbles the dollars around inside they ship it around all these conventions and they just uh it's, just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the number one transport stacks. mechanism they haven't taken it off of that that like the forklift thing that it sits on in 40 years yeah. they've just been driving it around with drugs on it <laughs> yeah and all, all the internals of that that structure are just yeah it's just full of fat stacks that's great. dynetics <laughs> i think dynetics does like the engine controller or something you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. oh yeah they're a vital part of the supply chain yeah well, now we figured it out yeah if that was true we, i feel like nasa's budget would be way bigger yeah you would think <laughs> huge yeah. way bigger yeah. yeah we got a plan at least <laughs> the VAB, the walls of the VAB are just lined with. There's always un- money in the cash. VAB. <laughs> there were two hundred fifty million dollars lining the walls of the VAB. <laughs> Bob Cabana's the out there under <laughs> like a, a ninja suit on, like peeling a panel off, taking some stacks out of the under the NASA oh, logo. God. What? Yeah, this has really gone off the rails. We have <laughs> lost it in quarantine. Oh my god! Yeah, good way, we need we really space need news. There's yeah. two stories that we covered already, so now we're onto this. <laughs> I feel like what, we could get Net- yeah. Netflix funding though. If Space Force Netflix goes well, we I feel like we have mm-hmm. a good like Arrested we'll Development uh, uh, Kennedy Space Center kind of mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We got a lot of titles <laughs> to choose from. <laughs> We do have a lot of titles to choose from. That's always a good show when you have a lot of titles. Where are we in the show? Uh, are we at picks yet? See. Did you do a lightning I, round for Jason? I did not do a lightning no. round. I haven't done a lightning round. Oh, yeah, we have lightning? I don't know if I Terminal remember count. lightning round. Terminal count for, before Ooh. Kurt jumps in the chat to yeah. chide me for calling. Every once in a while, again. Jake gets kind of snarky, writes 10 questions. There's always some Mars propaganda in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> We don't oh, have I one. I did not prepare one. No. You don't have one? No. This has been a huge disappointment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, 
I spent all my extra off nominal time getting that site wet ready. Yeah, so. he's been sourcing stuff for the JBFC since. <laughs> now I have this like bag of pins I got to deal with. So, yeah. Are those the original pins? So those are no. really going to be collector's items. Yeah, the yeah. original ones are are one of a kind. They were like you one print get run. Can I sell this on eBay for like probably yeah fifty bucks yeah Pro- okay. probably probably yeah. but the limited ones, edition uh, one of one hundred good to go so one yeah. of one hundred yeah yeah well there's space news should we talk about or is there uh, is there anything else hmm. to, I don't know what you're talking do you usually DM two oh yeah DM two oh yeah all right yeah the biggest story are you guys nervous for that is it like are you are you excited or are you more nervous. I'm a little nervous. I'm yeah, more I'm excited, nervous. but I'm a little nervous. I'm pumped, man. You know, are you yeah. not nervous at all? No, nah, they've been assigning like crew like... to crew one. They're, listen, here's, here's the thing that gives it away. They're scheduling crew one, which is the first rotation flight with Crew Dragon. Or they're scheduling the return of DM2 based on the schedule of crew one. Which means they are so confident in DM2 that they are willing to let DM2 be up on the space station, Bob and Doug joyride in the ISS... Until a month before everyone else yeah. is ready to launch, and then they'll bring them home. So, you know, there's an outside chance that things go crazy, but yeah, I don't think they'll go full Starliner. <laughs> God, I <laughs> hope they don't go full Starliner. No. Well, then they could hit the button and, like, uh, yeah, that's it. right. We can really yeah. prove out that whole the Astros would have fixed it thing. Astros yeah. in the loop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I took the day off too, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to do, uh, we got to figure out what we're going to do, Anthony. I don't know. We, we've been talking about something we're going to do. It's only 10 yeah. days out. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's coming yeah. up. It's coming up. Um, it's prime I mean, time, too. 4.30 Eastern. Oh, yeah. It's perfect Oof, time. That's so good. They want yeah. full good lighting right in the middle of the day for oh, that yeah. thing, I assume. Yeah. Just past noon, so it's lit. You know, the rocket's lit as it heads downrange. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Now, Bob and Doug, that's an interesting bit. thing. If they're, they're scheduled for such a long period of time. How would you plan your time on the space station if you knew you were going to be there between one and four months or whatever it is? Like plan it um, from Just a personally. standpoint? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How many weekends on the ISS do you got to plan for here? <laughs> so, let's see. <laughs> well, that, that, that's a good question. Like how much... How do you psychologically free, prepare yourself How How much free time do they get? Like they get, they get off days, I know, but like can you just... Yeah, because it seems like Mission Control schedules them to like the minute. Like it's it's crazy how intensely scheduled they are, and you know. So I'm wondering, like, you know, do you can you just pop off to? Can you you know take a mental health day and say, you know what, I'm just gonna go hang out in the cupola because this this is bullshit, you guys. Fed up. <laughs> That's a great question, though. Are there sick days? Yeah, are there sick days? That's a, such a good question. Days. I've ever heard asked. Answer. Ants. I don't know what ants is. They're like, they're like, ah, we know you didn't catch a cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, what if yeah. you just like, you didn't sleep well, you're just getting, yeah. you're behind on your task list. Can you be like, you know what, I've got the off day on Saturday, I'm going to swap that with Tuesday? Yeah. That's a great I, question, I don't know. Jason. I get, I get the feeling they can't. I get the feeling, or if they can, it's very, um, uh, they would feel pressured to do that. That's just yeah. my guess. Because, you know, the astronaut corps seem, you know, astronauts just seem like this whole different breed of person to me where they're like, you know, like the best um, non-volatile, 
<laughs> non-volatile and <laughs> violent. Violent <laughs> and violent. Yeah, astronauts notoriously violent. Um, <laughs> will punch you in the face. The slightest transgression. No, they they just you know it's just they're so straight and narrow. It just seems like they would just go from day to day, getting their tasks done, and not you know not experience the ups and downs of life that the rest of us do. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe now, you know, that's more dynamic. I don't know. Yeah. It will change drastically. This is actually the most interesting part of commercial crew when it comes to the ISS is it's going to change drastically next year when there's way more astronauts on station because yeah. we're going to have, we're going to go from two to four NASA, ESA, JAXA astronauts per year on the ISS to that many per flight. You know, do you think there can there be hijinks? Can there be shenanigans? Definitely, I would like to see more hijinks. There's, and there's already, I agree. there's gonna be a lot more time in the schedule for hijinks. Suits, and, <laughs> yeah, there's already what? There's already dudes in gorilla suits up there, so I didn't see that. That was Mark Kelly, or no, Scott Kelly. Scott yeah. Kelly oh, I yeah. thought this was a recent story. I was like, shit, did I, I just did headlines today? Did I miss no, this? This is, this is old. No, no. Uh, oh, the Tom Cruise that good, thing. That's a really good Tom Cruise. Tom yeah. Cruise. What do you yeah. make of the Tom Cruise thing? So is he going to bring up a photo- like? Are they going to bring a camera person with him? Is that could like, be a whole flight of right? Axiom? It could be an Axiom entire flight. That's yeah. Anthony's theory: is that they're going to they're going to reuse the Dragon on an Axiom flight? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do I feel about it personally? Is I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm just like you're yeah, just sure. fine with it. You're not pumped. <laughs> you're not like jazz. You're not just over the moon with this. Not, not really. I mean, I, you know, I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen like, you know, so Tom Cruise for me, there was like, you know, early Tom Cruise where you're like, oh yeah, this is Mr. Cool. And then, you know, the whole Scientology thing and Katie Holmes happened. And so like Tom Cruise was kind of like <laughs> down on the, you know, like, oh, I don't know about Tom Cruise. But then like lately, I feel like he's been kind of uh, on the, you know, upswing because they're like, this guy still does all of his own stunts. Yeah. He's like, it is late i don't know how old is he now like late 50s he's getting up there right yeah he's like he jumps off of airplanes and helicopters and trains and and strap to the side of the c-130 and take off or whatever it was airbus he's a cool guy um and you know and i I feel like we've largely forgotten about his scientology craziness and everything please don't sue me scientology (laughs) the second time um, you brought that up today you're it's really on your mind what the hell (laughs) it's a very subconscious uh thing that's yeah so, uh, so I guess when the news came, I was like, eh, "All right, yeah, cool," but not like super pumped. I mean, I'll be happy to see it when it comes out. Yeah, the, here's the reason I'm pumped is that the Top Gun two trailer seems to show him in some sort of flight suit at the end, and I'm wondering if like Top Gun three is going to be that badass. Ooh. Like Top Gun, <laughs> Top Gun two, end of Top Gun two, they're like, "We got a new mission, like a, a, dem- a DM mission for you here." And then he hops in some sort of space vehicle, and then next Top Gun Three is like now he's an astronaut. Yeah, what could they possibly do though aboard the ISS that would be that cool from a movie making standpoint? Oh my that's, god! That's... Now this is the clip that I'm going to play back as Jason's bad take in a year and a half when he comes down. <laughs> <laughs> what could they I mean, possibly do? The, the movie in space. Yeah, but it's like it's with special effects and everything, like you know. There's nothing aboard the ISS other than the weightlessness. <laughs> like I say that like it's the most trivial thing. Like other than the other weightless, than the gigantic the fact- laboratory with several windows and airlocks and space vehicles <laughs> and that come and go at any time. At, yeah, yeah, it's seven kilometers a second around the world. And um, no, I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I I looked I scrolled le- briefly through um uh was is it um David Garrett Garrett Owen, Owen? Garrett Yeah, his because he made a movie in yeah, space he did. when he did his tourist flight, and um I think that was like a corny low budget ish thing if i'm not mistaken that's like kind of saying that chris hadfield made a couple of movies it was like that's a youtube video yeah 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 yeah, okay yeah no disrespect i'd love to have owen on the show i stand i stand waiting to be uh corrected on the tom cruise amazing movie in space listen when it comes out we're gonna figure out i hope the pandemic's over we're gonna all go to the movies together and whatever it is i don't care what movie it is we're gonna see it (laughs) i wonder if you'll be able to convince someone to let him do an eva it's gotta be. Yeah. Why not? Will the Axiom, will the Axiom uh, module have an airlock? I don't know if there's any. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. Full on Gemini. Yeah. Go full on Gemini. Full on phase, F-O-G. phase some something of it, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'm excited for, uh, as our Discord is now calling it, Toppest Gun. Um, uh, <laughs> Top Gun 3, Toppest Gun. It's uh, instead of Russians or Iranian planes, it's just Starlink satellites that he's got to fight off. <laughs> an evil genius has taken over spacex and is commanding all the starlinks to go straight for the iss and only one man can save them (laughs) like starlink actually did a complete uh inclination change maneuver and they're like how would you know that you were above it and he's like i was inverted (laughs) god i love top gun or there's some oh ter- there's some uh, terrorist who is like on you know really feels strongly about the whole night sky astronomy issue and is like they're gonna render low Earth orbit useless for years so he's like now I'm going to the station yeah that could be a good that's awesome for the movie eco terrorist that's some yeah, red just, Mars shit right there yeah yeah <laughs> that is some red Mars <laughs> oh, man. Goes rogue with a bunch of fans <laughs> over Mars, blowing bacteria around. Yeah. Should we do picks, Jake? Did we? Did we tell we Jason about picks. picks? I feel like we didn't tell Jason about picks. I, we were all secretly hoping he'd remember from two years ago. Yeah, I remember. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. I got a pick. Yeah. Okay. What's your pick? Hit us up. Uh, I'm just going. It's a very easy, straight down the middle pick. But SpaceX's um, docking simulator. Oh yes. Uh, I cannot stop playing that thing. Just randomly at different times uh, since it's come out, I'll just kind of sit down and be like, I'm going to dock the dragon and, <laughs> and just start playing with And some, sometimes I actually do it. Like I do it full on and I'm like, all right, I'm going to, and like see how fast I can do it. Um, yeah, because you can do it so many different ways. You can do like a speed run, um, you know, and just slow down at the last minute, or you can um, just ram the ISS as hard as you want. You can fly around it. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I really like that docking simulator. We had someone in the Discord trying to do it backwards. That was uh, that was the challenge we had. So it's like, ooh, yeah. So like I you'd... I have really bad news. I haven't played it yet. Oh my goodness! I, well, here's what happened. I pulled it up. I was on my Mac. I pulled it up, and I was like, wow, this isn't made for a keyboard and mouse situation, from what I could <laughs> tell, because there's no help documentation on this sucker. No, no. Uh, I figure I have to should probably pull it up on my iPad. What have you been What have you been doing? On you did like a two handed maneuver, Jason. I feel like you've been playing it on like a phone no, or ipad or something yeah well I, I my gestures don't match reality. okay <laughs> you're just doing no, stuff. I, yeah. I just do it on the pc oh. or my mac are there keyboard yeah. things 
They're apparently keyboard shortcuts. I People are saying uh, WASD and arrow keys. Yeah, I, th- I thought I had tried that and they didn't work. And so I was like, there are no keyboard shortcuts. And then someone's like, no, dude, it's it's the normal keyboard. There shortcut. is nothing more disappointing to me than the fact that there's not a KSP control mode. <laughs> like exactly. the weird, you know, <laughs> yeah. that bums me out. HJKL or whatever. Yeah, because if, if it was that was the case, it wouldn't even be fun. It would just be, I'd be right in on it. Yeah, I, it's it was fun to play. I'm really glad they made that. It was pretty neat. Uh, what a great way to do some outreach, though. It was like, yeah. I think, yeah. Anthony, we should probably just make you just keep working on that wine and do it live on Twitch is what we need to do. Need well to do on it. the way there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got this video power. <laughs> yeah, if only there was a platform designed to stream someone playing video games on the internet. Yeah. While hilariously drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Anthony, you want to do your pick? Sure. I, you know, we're at a good time of the year here. It's starting to get springtime in most places that listen to this show, which means the Northern Hemisphere. Weather's nice. You're at home, probably not doing much travel because of the pandemic. Uh, probably got kids at home, like Jason was saying, homeschooling. This is a fantastic time to buy a telescope. If you are out there listening to this show and you have the means to buy a cheap telescope, you don't even need an expensive telescope. A couple hundred bucks will do, even less if you want. Depends on what kind. You get a big 8-inch Dobsonian like I've got. It's pretty cheap. It's just a steel tube with a mirror at the back. Get a couple of, of uh, eyepieces and you're good to go. It's going to be a great summer. We've got Mars coming up. Towards the end of the summer, it'll be good nighttime yep. viewing because of the Mars transfer window. We've got Jupiter and Saturn that are going to be up all summer long. So it's going to be a really good planetary summer because that's the best part. I don't. You don't even need to be doing like the pillars of creation and like you know you don't need to be hubble about it do some planetary stuff get the kids out back it's a nice astronomy class it's part of homeschooling like this is a fantastic time to just buy a telescope so that's my that's my recommendation yeah that's a good pitch man (laughs) well done it's the perfect time spring to summer you're gonna be at home probably working from home so you don't need to wake up early to commute so you can you can stay up a little later shift the schedule around you got homemade class there your spouse won't even be mad at you for taking the kids out late because you're telling them it's <laughs> educational blow their little minds with the rings of saturn and and i'll echo too like an 80 dollar telescope you can see the moons of jupiter like yeah you do not need yeah you do not need yeah. a lot to don't to don't get started. i'm gonna say don't get a lot just get yeah. something simple look at the planets look at the moon it's amazing Yep. Yeah, the best one, they always, this is a cliche, but it's it's very true. The best telescope is the one that you use. Like, you know, you get a giant one that's too complicated and you're not going to want to get it out. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody no knows now. the person a... that has like, I got to buy all the attachments and the accessories and 18 different eyepieces, which I admit I am that guy as well sometimes. But <laughs> simple stuff. Yeah, I've got, it. I, I've got a little, an eight inch reflector, so... It, it it's a kind of a hassle to get out like it's so heavy you gotta yes. plug it around that's what i got but, too but um, it's fun <laughs> yeah but once you get it out it's it's really cool and i i've discovered with mine you can get like if you want to take the next step which you were just recommending not to but um <laughs> if you do if you want to go like all nerdy astrophotography like i got a mount for my phone and the night mode on both android and iphone these days is just amazing like what it can do you can line the eyepiece with of your phone up and um i was taking orion pictures and you know just with just like a 25 millimeter eyepiece on it or what it made 35 i can't remember but um yeah and you can bring out the co- some color and everything Dang. with just the standard uh iphone 
or uh, Android. Yeah, it's cool yeah. stuff. Hundred percent. Uh, so I'm gonna do a shameless, shameless plug. Yes. For uh, for a pick. Um, I have a new shirt design up. So, um, while you're on the site buying your Jim Bridenstine fan club membership, you can also add in a new Dragon Worm T-shirt. Um, Ooh. for DM2. Anthony, can you bring it up and show? I'm pulling it up for everybody. Oh yes. Because I've already ordered mine. It's on the way. This I'm pretty excited about this design. Uh, I I took a. I took a, an Adobe Illustrator course, <laughs> and, I'm and you really can tell he's got muscles. JBFC, just the really NASA worm shirt. Those muscles, yeah. Um, so I made this an Illustrator. It's a real SVG and everything, but it's got the NASA worm on it, the logo type, uh, everyone's favorite uh, new logo. And uh, so yeah, you can grab it for uh, DM2 if you wanna if you wanna participate. Oh, I think I linked the Twitch to the youth version, but buy it for your kids as well. Yeah, that's right. I have kids. Uh, oh, you kids put kids shirts up. Yeah, it's the first time I'm trying that, so I'm seeing what the, how they turn out. Um, but you can get kids' versions of uh, Dragon Worm too, all the way down to your little toddlers. This is cool. You guys got a lot of cool shirts on here. We're trying. We're trying. Yeah. Some of them just look cool and don't actually sell any, though. I'll straight up admit it. <laughs> you just have such handsome models, like, just to, <laughs> you know, promote these. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jason's loving the printful models, man. I am yeah. really loving the models. Listen, they're yeah. not too far from you, so you could probably, if you want an extra gig, drive out to LA, do some modeling for the printful folks. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. I think you got it. I'm looking at you in this Planetary Fest shirt. I think I you got what it. it takes. They need the like middle-aged dad model on here. <laughs> the <laughs> rando dude. Yeah. They've been doing a good job of uh, diversifying their models too. It used to be there was like a couple white guys you could pick, and then uh, now they have a whole uh, a whole assortment of different uh, shapes and sizes. So that's good. Yeah, I don't do any models on my site because of what I mentioned earlier that I I feel like weird about them having to have signed a release that they can put anything they want on them. <laughs> just you just me, like, even God. though they agreed to it, you don't want to take it. Yeah, I want to see the agreement before I'll put them on my site. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see what they signed. I, I like the one picture here. There's a dude wearing your 27 uh, Falcon Heavy shirt, and he appears to be in this picture standing in like Times Square in New York. Or something. <laughs> pull this up. That which one is I... pretty cool. You know, your shirt has made the rounds. Yeah, that one is. Uh, uh, Where's this model. picture at? It's like one of the one of the the, the, like, the, last... he, the hero images at the top. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> they they made that oh, shirt yeah. um like you, that model you just cut out on a transparent background and so I just yeah, like it grabbed, looks pretty cut out, I wanted yeah. something interesting so I just grabbed a picture I think it is Times Square uh, we'll find <laughs> it's out, amazing but, yeah some oh, stock like, photo yeah yeah <laughs> yeah anyway they're cool shirts I oh. I endorse these shirts thanks so that's it that's my plug that's my pick all right uh Jason I would love you for to, for you to tell people where they can find you and all the things that you're a part of if they have not partaken in the wonderful bounty of content from the Planetary Society. Yeah, how yes. do we sign up for the downlink? Uh, you can go to planetary.org slash connect. And oh. you see that? You see some hand motions there again. <laughs> slash connect. It even did a slash. Uh, I believe that is the proper link. I better make sure that actually works. I think it's... Yeah. We're all friends. I love if it's uh, not. It does. It yeah. works. It does. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. sign up there See for it. the downlink. You'll get our uh, on our newsletter. And uh, yeah, 
And planetary.org, we got all your sweet content there, or at least what we have to offer. I can't guarantee it's sweet. I've been <laughs> reading sour. it, man. It's it's a great one. Could be sour. Goes in the RSS feed. Check that. Check that out. You got. I love the little roundup of like all the missions because there's been a lot of planetary missions that are actively doing stuff these days. Yeah, it's it's really hard to uh, separate that from all the other stuff that's happening. Like sometimes I find it just randomly. I stumble across it and be like, oh, wow, the, uh, JWST did a cool thing, or um, you know, uh, there was some random. Europa finding from old Galileo data that I didn't know about. And yeah, it's pretty cool. We've got a couple sample returns coming home soon, pr- pretty soon too, right? I mean, Hyboost yeah. is going to be on its way back. Cyrus, Cyrus Rex. Rex will leave. Yeah. I think they leave at the end of the year, right? Because they sample this summer and then the, like fall or winter they head back. Yeah. yeah. Sounds they don't right. get back for a while though. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're really long. I'm not sure what the reasoning is if there's some difference in trajectories from Bennu and Ryugu or yeah but wild anyway I love these little asteroid missions like these asteroids are just so cool when they get those um horizon like off nader shots you know where it just feels like you're standing on them um just so cool like yeah boulders boulders are cool man yeah the scale is always hard of those to, to understand of yeah. those ones because they, they, they yeah. always help give you that helpful thing that's like the boulder in the bottom is the size of a Hummer and you're like, oh, okay, that's gigantic. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that it was that big. I thought this yeah, was like looked, rocks I was looking at. It looked like a pebble, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always way bigger than I yeah. thought. They're always way less zoomed in. Yeah. Pro tip. Yeah, they never get that close. <laughs> Jake? I think that's a show. That's the show. Yeah. Bye, Jason. All right. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. End of test. Nice. Always abrupt. (laughs) Always abrupt. That's how we do it. I love it.